Welcome to Awake and Bake, an educational, high vibrational, mystical, spiritual pot, I'm sorry, podcast from two girls, one joint, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us. In the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started. What up, motherfuckers? motherfuckers? Oh my god! Hey! What a synchronicity! We said that at the same time! You guys are all motherfuckers. So today, you guys, we wanted to talk about something that has been really popular, I feel like, on YouTube and just in the media recently, um, on social media, um, and then also just kind of always on our minds these days. We wanted to talk about embracing aging. Shout out to Julia Fox, because I have to say she has been one of my biggest influences on this, seeing her TikToks and like her on red carpets, showing her gray hair and talking about like just what it's like to be a person, especially in Hollywood aging, has been so inspiring. Yeah, honestly, I didn't want to like her, but I'm coming around. (laughs) Um, Something about her, I've got to say, I'm drawn. So I also want to talk about, like, she brought this up a little bit. She talks a lot about how she hates men, and I don't hate men, but I see her points, okay? (laughs) Um, So privilege, I feel like, number one, aging is a privilege. Let's just say that. But it's a privilege that's normalized for men and not women. And I'm going to just give you a couple examples so you know what I'm talking about. Number one, touch of gray. I know you've heard of it. It's for men. Why are men allowed to embrace their gray hair but women aren't? Number two, we call men as they age if they're like most people, if they're not like doing, you know, unproblematic white people, hopefully you'll age well, right? So then we call those people a silver fox. Like, hello, why is it okay for men and not okay for women? seriously though like it makes no sense or like my mom or and lots of moms around lots of my friends moms had like I don't know countless 29th birthdays but never turned 30 um or like even the fact that you can't ask a woman her age like that's rude <laughs> my mom as fuck <laughs> that's hilarious um yeah but I also feel like our moms were targeted like I feel like our moms there that time period that's when this shit was like I don't know if it was first coming out, but it was super heavy. Like it was very, like our moms were literally bullied by the media. They were like taught to hate every single part of themselves. And I say that with like love for them. So one of my best friend's moms hates that she has gray hair. My best friend, Emily has had gray hair since she was in high school and it's not even gray. It's like silver and it's only one spot. It's this beautiful silver streak. Uh, It's giving like Stacey and Clinton from what not to wear. Yes. That little streak. It's literally, like, most people's favorite feature about her, like, physically. Like, aside from her tits, because I gotta admit, those are some good boobs. Um, and her lips. <laughs> and her lips, yes. Sorry, we're, like, sexualizing her so much, but anyway, love her. But her gray hair, her silver hair, like, okay, so she lives in New York, and everybody she meets, they're always like, is that natural, or do you dye it like that? And when she tells them it's natural, they have no idea. Like, they're like, no fucking way, because it's so perfect, like... And it, she embraces it and she makes it a look. And it is a look. Like, it looks sexy as fuck. I'm obsessed with it. Um, and I don't want to make it seem like her mom is, like, wrong for not liking it. Because, like, it's that time period. You know what I mean? Like, right. those are just – those are the type of things where I feel like it's okay when it's like, oh, well, it was a different time. Racism is not one of those excuses <laughs> you can use for, oh, it was a different time. But, like, beauty standards. Yes. Like, that's understandable. Completely. Also, you guys – So, okay, I wasn't around in the 1900s, but from the research I've done, (laughs) most people only lived to be 40 or 50 years old at that time. Now we're living to be, if you're a woman, the average age is 81, and if you're a man, the average is 76, 77. Like, what a fucking privilege it is to be able to age. Like, it should be a flex. Like, I specifically remember watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians now. 
that alone, it's like, okay, bitch, so why did you expect anything to be high vibrational or, like, enlightening? <laughs> but I'm just saying, you guys, like, I specifically remember when Courtney turned 40 and her sisters were being, like, kind of mean and they were like, this birthday party decides, are you going to be a hot 40-year-old or are you going to be old and ugly? And I was like, this party decides that? I don't know, man. Um, and why does it have to be, like, why does it have to be at the age of 40? Like, that's why, like, that's when you're old. You know what I mean? Like, why 40? Like, 40 is a sexy age. 40 is the sexiest age. Um, And also, for you women out there, just so you know, we won't peak sexually until our 40s or 50s. Like, we will have the best sex of our lives in our 40s and 50s. So it's not, like, your life is not over after you turn 40. It gets better (laughs) exponentially. And Um, we're not even there yet. And, like, we're looking forward to it. That's what I'm saying. I think I have orgasms right now. I can't fucking wait. I'm going to be like wetting my bed. I <laughs> um, And then like the other thing, like another side of all this, let's tie it into spirituality, aging and spirituality. Like as we get older, you get more and more connected to source, the universe, even if you want to call it God, you, you develop a deeper understanding of what it is that you believe in because you've had all of these years of experiences that allow you to build these beliefs and hold them like near and dear to yourself. Today, since we're spiritual, I wanted to talk about the chakras and aging. So I don't know if all of you know this, but, and this is like a a generalized, um, obviously this is not everyone's life path, but this is an example of how our life path could work with our chakras and unlocking them. So basically what they do is they break down our life into seven years periods. So you have seven chakras. So you have a root chakra period, a sacral chakra period, solar plexus, heart, throat, third eye, and crown. Um, each one of those is seven, seven years long. And each of the, each year within the seven years has ties its, so like if it's, we're talking about your root span, then it ties each of the chakras in with your root. So just like very basically, I know this is kind of like weird to, like explain, but we're going to share a graphic on our Instagram. So you guys will be able to see it that way. Um, But like your first year of life. So that's the first year of your root chakra um, span. And the first year of that you're connecting with your root chakra. So it's root to root. So what you have there is like survival. What you're looking for is grounding. That's why these are like pivotal, pivotal years for having someone there who is nurturing you, who is allowing you to grow, who's allowing you to cry, who's embracing you. And people who don't have that, they have the lack. They end up having different problems as they go on, whether it be with connections and relationships with themselves or with others. Um, Those moments are really pivotal. So then your second year of life, you're doing your root and your sacral chakra. um, And that's your root and your your fear, your root and your feelings. Um, So that allows you to experience feelings and feel them, but you don't have an understanding at this age. So then like when we jump to uh, the second years of development are... um, I'm sorry, the third years of development are 15 through 21, those years. Again, pivotal years. Those are the years like if we're talking um, solar plexus as our main for that span, then our when we go through all of that, we're going to be learning about how to actively use each of the chakras and so on and so forth. So 49 years, if we're going one year at a time to learn and connect each chakra to each other, then that's 49 years until you're going to cover all of these bases and you're going to have a full understanding, not only of yourself, your physical body, your spiritual body, but also the spiritualness that is source. Like, 
it takes a this long makes time. so much sense. Right. It takes so long to develop. And each of these stages needs their own time to nurture and heal and figure out. Like you have to spend at least a year within each, like learning these lessons and how to navigate life through this. Um, and so it's just a really cool breakdown of how you can grow and age, but with your chakras. Well, and I like that because it doesn't mean that once you've completed all the chakras, you're done. Like, it's like, so it it actually, the reason I said this makes sense is because not even like two days ago, I was watching Mickey Atkins. She's a therapist on YouTube and she'll react to different things and give her opinion on different topics. So she was doing a video on the age gap and I'm very interested in this because I'm just very interested in this, this topic. Um, And she was just coming from like a clinical standpoint of like what our studies show us. And she was saying that people don't actually set in their confidence. Um, statistically, it's not until we're about late forties, early fifties that we become fully developed in our confidence as a person. It's, it's where you kind of stop worrying so much about what other people think. And it's where you're very accepting of not only who you are, but like what you are, what you look like. It's a time in our lives. That's actually where she was saying that the power complex comes in because it's just a shift that happens mentally with age is that like, during this stage of your life, you become so confident in yourself. This is when a lot of people who have like, have maybe they've struggled with body issues. Now she didn't say all this, but um, like, I'm not going to like speak for a clinical person. Um, I don't know what the exact like clinical issues are, but like, if you're someone who's just had low self-esteem and stuff, typically this is the point where you set into either fucking with who you are or you're going to stay insecure. And then you're stuck. You're in that moment of like, okay, now I'm not growing. And that's a choice that you're making to stop yourself from enjoying those final years of your life or like the last half of your life even like you said we live a lot longer now like do you want to waste half your life right you're alive if if 49 is when you're fully like generally for the average person you've come to like full term with all of your chakras and with like who you are your life decisions and your views and values and that's not to say you can't grow like she wasn't saying you don't grow after that she was just saying that is literally when a mental confidence shift happens Well, and with the chakras, one of the things that I read about was, and this isn't like, again, it's not like a science, it's not set in stone, but that then it restarts. So 50 to 57 would be like another round of like going back to like your root to root. So like that would be a time like of midlife crisis or whatever. Like, so you're falling back to like learn. So like you still have chances to learn. You still are going, like you said, you're still going to grow. Like, (laughs) so this is where it gets like a little bit ugly and I apologize for that, but look, this is just my opinion. Okay. And if you don't agree with it, I don't really care like I don't really care to hear it like that's fine Uh, this is not a fact at all this is just my observation in my opinion but it's ugly and I get that I think that Hollywood sexualizes children and it tries to like at a very young age and then it also tries to keep adults looking as young as fucking possible and there's no lying or like denying about the fact that we are all heavily influenced by the media by movies by celebrities by what's on Twitter, what's in the magazines, what's on Instagram, like what's, you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like to act like it doesn't influence majority of our culture would be a lie. Just because maybe you're like, not me, nothing phases me. Okay, bitch, well, step back and like I'm talking to the masses right now and I'm included in that group. <laughs> um, It's just giving pedophilia vibes. Completely. And so it, I'm sorry, but like anything that plays into pedophilia is suspect. I, you have to start like questioning it. Also, like, I think just start embracing where you are in life. So I, I, one example is, like, um, I watched Talitha Jane a lot. And she was saying that, you know, until Megan Thee Stallion um, 
she she relates to Megan the Stallion because they both have natural bodies. They're tall women. They're thick women. They're beautiful black women. And she was like, Megan's out here doing her thing and really owning it. And it's giving people confidence. Like, and that's very much someone who she like identifies with. Right. Just do that for yourself. Like that's but like, that's almost like, I mean, I'm so glad Megan the Stallion exists. That's one of my idols as well. Um, but before she was like famous and like as known, like there were so many women who didn't have someone to look up to like that. So you need to idolize yourself at every stage that you're at, because I'm not saying you're going to be famous, but like the way that you carry yourself, like you could be inspiring people more than you realize and just inspiring yourself, honestly. If you haven't embraced where you are. If you haven't watched Lizzo's documentary, I highly recommend it because she talks a lot about that, how she decided like, oh, okay, so I need to be the big woman on stage. Like I need to be that person. And then she just fucking did the thing. Like, Yeah. And also side note, I feel like only men really profit off of our insecurities and shit. Like men are the biggest haters of Lizzo. (laughs) Yep. Unprovoked men will just drag her. And I'm like, you got to be like, so you're just a fucking hater. You're just, you're, yeah. you're just miserable. It sounds like I hate men on this episode and I really don't. I just wish that like, I'm speaking about the men who are like underdeveloped mentally and emotionally. Yep. <laughs> um, and then also like, I do want to acknowledge that not having to care about how you look and to a sense is a privilege as well. There are a lot of careers that just require a certain standard. There are literal jobs where you have to wear makeup. Um, an example of that, and I'm not talking about just a makeup artist, um, an example of that would be like theater. I have a bunch of friends in theater. Some are on Broadway, some are on cruises, some are like creating their own things, some are influencers. And there is a certain level of like professionalism. And in our society, that means wearing makeup. That's just like what goes with it. A, a few of my friends have had to actually start getting Botox because the when your skin ages, it just doesn't move the same, right? So it doesn't actually mean that like, it, they're like pre-wrinkles basically. But the fact that if you move your face even a little bit, like I guess when we're younger, we never really thought about it. I used to wear like thick ass stage makeup all the time and I never got cracks or wrinkles or anything because like my face didn't really move that. Like I didn't have, I don't know. I can see where my wrinkles will be coming in, like because of where the pre-wrinkles are and everything. But when you add thick makeup on top of that, it really exaggerates it and it can make right. you look older than you really are. And I have a ton of friends that are in the performance industry and um, just in theater is specifically who I'm talking about. And they have to get Botox and shit so that they can continue looking good on stage and booking and playing these characters that are really just the age that they actually are. And so it is a privilege in and of itself for me to be in a position where I don't have to worry about that. Right. And I totally understand that. But I guess what I'm saying is knowledge is power and remind yourself if you're in that position, you're not the problem. It's society and the industry that's the problem. And so like do what you got to do to make yourself feel good or to like just live your life and make it the best life you can. If that means getting work done and, and that really does make you feel good. I genuinely love that for you. I have multiple bitches of mine who have work done. Love them. They look great. But I, I'm just saying like, really <laughs> like, I don't know guys. I, I know I'm privileged to not have to worry about this is what I'm saying. But I just think if we all just start knowing it and and start like acknowledging that moving forward, it'll make a healthier system. And I feel like one of the things that's like when you do get to, when you do not get to, but when you do have work and stuff, I think one of the most responsible or like most powerful things you can do is say it, own up to it. Because then there's not little girls who are going to be looking at you thinking, oh, that's what I'm supposed to look like at 35. Like, no, you have you do have some assistance. There is something external that's helping you to look like that. That's not a natural thing, which isn't bad, but like it is fi- you have to be honest that it isn't a natural thing. The natural aging is different than like 
having that work done and stuff. And I do think actually that's something that's pretty controversial. I was just listening to Luna Saranova's podcast about cosmetic surgery in the spiritual world. And she was like, you don't owe anyone an explanation if you want to get work done. Like it's not anyone's business. And while I can agree with that totally, I do think um, it's it's kind of like a double-edged sword because it's like, well, then just understand yes. the impact you're leaving. It's kind of like, exactly. what did we say? In, um, it was a few YouTube videos ago. It was intention versus impact. And yes. I just feel like if your impact is greater than your intention in the opposite way, then just like, I don't know, make the right decision. Or at least accept that you might have a negative impact on someone's life. Like someone yeah. might think, oh, I'm supposed to look like that and I don't. So something's wrong with me. Like it's kind of like. And exactly. No, and nothing like, is wrong with you. Exactly. Right. Yeah, it just continues an unhealthy cycle. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and we're here to fight the patriarchy. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but no, you got to like someone has to somewhere break these cycles. Someone's got to be the people like Danny said. So like. Why not be us to be like the first generation to really be like, nah, like I don't have to if I don't want to. If I want to, I will get Botox. But if I don't, then I don't want to ever feel and I don't think anyone should ever feel the pressure to need to have these things, especially when they're so expensive too. Like, Right. <laughs> Honestly, I wanted Botox for years for my jaw, for my TMJ. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm never going to get it. Right. Like I don't. But if I get it, I'm going to vlog it. Okay. <laughs> that's the difference. Hey, Botox is actually, so I get migraines. I don't know if I've talked about that on here, but I have a horrible problem with migraines. And our next like step, if my medication ever stops working again, is there's Botox injections for like your head, you get like 60 shots in your head. Um, so yeah, like I'm not again. I, and even if in 10 years, I'm like, Oh, I really want to fix my wrinkles. I'm never going to say that. Like, I'm not going to do something. Um, right, we Schumer, don't know. Exactly. Amy Schumer, um, which I feel like she's kind of controversial now. And I don't, Oh yeah, like, I don't like Amy Schumer. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to use her as an example, just because she is a celebrity who for years talked about, I will never have work done. I'll never do all this. She had a baby a couple years ago and she actually opened up that she had liposuction after. Um, again, I think the important part here is that she said that she did it. And so people yes. who don't have an unrealistic expectations of their postpartum life, she was open and honest about that. And I thought that, I remember thinking that was really cool. I was a little sad because I was like, oh, you said you would never, but it taught me to never say never. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, and I think that's kind of what we're trying to get at is like, are you doing it? Well, number one, like, are you doing it for you? Or are you doing it because you're trying to uphold a certain standard in society? And also, again, if it makes you happy and it's like, I don't know, we're never going to like shame someone, but I just think we all need to acknowledge that like we are being shamed actively right now. Yes. And so everything we do after that is truly just like a reaction to it. We get, like, are we going to give society the power or not? And I'm going to be honest, I'm not one of those women who are going to grow up my armpit hair, like, you know, to stick it to the man. That's from my other bitches. Y'all can do that. I'm not Wait. as involved as y'all. Like that is like, truly, I am not mentally there. <laughs> and I love that y'all are. Let me braid your armpit hair, bitches. Let's dye right? different colors. That's cool. And but I think, not for me. I think it's funny that like only the only negative, the only thing that we put negative negativity on when it comes to aging 
is, I feel like, the physicalness of it. Because in our minds, like every year we get smarter, we get more experience, or at least we should get smarter, have more experiences, learn more and more. So we're developing and we're growing and evolving. And that's so fucking cool, guys. Like every single year you get to take in what you learned from the previous year and apply it to be a better person, a stronger person, a better friend. Like that is the most beautiful gift that there is of life. Like that is fucking life. There's very few things that are promised, but you're going to die and you're going to age. Like, yeah. And, And at the end of the day, I think like there's a difference between doing something so that you just feel confident in everyday life and do, or doing something because you're like scared. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yes. Um, I mean, like, yeah, next month I turn 28 years old, so I'm almost 30. And I always thought that would be like, oh my God, the worst thing. Like you're about to turn 30. I even have, um, like, I know people who are around the same age as me who speak like that. And they're like, oh, I don't want to turn 30. I don't want to do this. And I can understand the fear in some ways. I'm not trying to, but guys, if you're, if you're one of those people and you're listening to this, hear me say that like, that is the coolest fucking thing to turn 30. Like 30, flirty and thriving. 30, flirty and thriving. It is the coolest part of our lives. We now get to make decisions, whatever decision you want. And I know we can do that in our 20s, but I feel like our 30s is where we have, again, like a stronger knowledge base that we're actually going to make more um, impactful decisions. And we'll have more intention in our lives because we're, we've learned all that we had in our thirties and in our twenties. So like thirties. And then again, like that just multiplies when you turn 40 and you get into your forties and your fifties. And then when you're at the age of retirement, if we've done the right things, if you're able to be privileged enough to then retire and enjoy those years by just expanding and focusing on your mind, your spirituality, that is the coolest fucking gift of life to be able to focus on that, to not have to worry about working, to not have to worry about your income, to be able to just live freely for yourself and to help others learn and expand and grow like how fucking cool I feel like I think of life as like a flowing river with a really strong current and some people choose to spend their entire life in their little boats paddling against the current making motors to try and like get up I don't want to go I don't want to go but when you stop allow yourself to just go light up a joint, you know, ride along. There's going to be rapids. There's going to be fucking times where it feels like it's not moving at all, but just sit there and enjoy every single moment, every like second of scenery, everything that you're going through, all of the feels. And when you ride those waves and you just allow it, like that is a meaningful life, not denying and not ignoring the fact that you are aging. I think that's another thing we do is we ignore it and we try not to think about it. It is beautiful. It is magical to age. And also I was watching Cameron Diaz give an interview on this subject because while I was researching this, I don't know, she talks about it a lot, I guess. So I was watching a YouTube video and she was saying that somebody said to her like, oh my God, like you're turning 50 or whatever. Like, aren't you scared? And she was like, wait, why? Like, wait, what's changed? Like, it's literally, I hate to be like, it's just a number because in terms of pedophilia, no. (laughs) But like, if we're all adults here, okay? Like, there's truly nothing to be scared of. Like, there's difference between the fear of dying and then the fear of like looking older. The only scary thing that happens is your 50s is you got to start getting colonoscopies. Like- and if that's Oof. the worst, they knock you out for it, guys. 
Exactly. Also, I'm not going to front or anything. Like, I love my sunscreen, my tretinoin, my retinol, vitamin C, aquaphor, baby. Like, I reapply and I'm diligent with it. But it's not so much, like, out of a fear. It's out of trying to keep myself as healthy as possible. I suffer from lupus. I need to always be wearing sunscreen and, like, kind of minimizing my time directly in the sun. And also, your skin is going to age. That is going to happen. But you can still have healthy skin at whatever age it's at. Like, you still should take care of it. You should still be, like, hydrated it rejuvenating it like letting the dead sin skills you know do their thing die and rejuvenate i keep saying rejuvenate because i wrote that down and that's, that's a like, good word it just keeps jumping out at me <laughs> anyway you guys just embrace aging i guess i like seeing it talked about more i've seen yes. julia fox talk about it i've seen um some spiritual people talk about it they're talking about it more in terms of like is it okay to have plastic surgery and still be spiritual and of course it's fucking okay like what right. there's no <laughs> um, rules to spirituality exactly um but i just i really like the concept of embracing aging rather than running from it and being ashamed of it and try to just remember no one shames men for getting older exactly that's how like it's just not real it's just like exactly the guilt around it is not real what was the thing you told me about victoria's secret when we were talking about this oh yeah like so it's this the guy who it's a it's an old ass man from ohio that started victoria's secret that's and he's like yeah yeah it, it wasn't victoria um, and, and I just feel like that is where, so when I grew up, that was like the epitome of beauty. That was where my mom took me to buy all my underwear, all of my bras. Like when I, when I like first started wearing bras, which was way before I needed them. Cause I, <laughs> I just wanted tits. I was like, mom, please, please buy me a padded bra. She was like, fine, but we're going to get you a good one. And she like only shopped at Victoria's Secret for her bras and stuff too. So like, that's what I grew up thinking was like the best place. And then, like, as an adult, I've gone there multiple times, and their shit is ill-fitting as fuck. Yeah. It's, like, made for, like, yeah, and it's made for, like, a certain proportioned body. Sure, it comes in different sizes, but not really different shapes. Yes. Like, my titties are, they go in different directions. Like, I'm never going to have cleavage, right? Like, I have some round, perky, awesome boobs, but I'm never going to have cleavage. Like, (laughs) And that's just how I'm built. <laughs> and that is not how their bras there are built. Every time I go there and buy a, or try on bras or buy anything, like, I feel so bad about myself. And then while I'm feeling fucking bad about myself, I'm like, that old man in Ohio who lives in the buttfuck of nowhere cornfield is probably, like, making millions off of me feeling bad. Exactly. Which is disgusting, guys. Don't give in to that. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's the truth about Victoria's Secret. Now, no shame if you shop there still. They like, got some cute shit. Oh, completely. Again, but both. I'm just, I'm just saying, you guys. Like, do you see how deeply the shit is rooted? It's in everything. It's in everything. And like we said, like mothers teach it to their daughters and stuff. And I think that's one of the most important things. Is like, right, how we talk about these things and how we express ourselves in these ways, especially in things like on TikTok, on Instagram, where there are young women young girls who are trying to learn how to love themselves, we have to set these examples of what's okay and that everything is okay. Every shape, every age, every color, every, every fucking thing. Like there's literally nothing more natural you can do than age. That's literally just existing. And then when men do it, we're like, you silver fox. And then when women do it, we're like, hey, it's okay. Like, you know, white people age like mayo. Right, right. And like, it's okay. Just say you're 29 again, even though you're 70 fucking years old. I think like, it's actually milk they age like. Mayo <laughs> might last a bit. Milk yeah, definitely I think it's not. milk. I think we spoil like milk. I say they as if I'm not one of they. I am one of them. I am white. <laughs> I'm not one of them. 
But I'm trying to be an unproblematic white person so that I age more like mayo, less like milk. (laughs) That's what we want our karma to do for us. Come on. (laughs) But if I end up aging like milk, oh, well, my personality is on point. I was like the (laughs) ugly friend in high school before I went through puberty and I was a late as fuck bloomer. So I had to have a good personality. So like, I'm not too worried. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking hilarious. I hope that this made you guys kind of think about aging in a slightly lighter sense and maybe even like look forward to it. Cause like for me, I like to think about, Ooh, what am I going to look like at this age and this age and this age? Like, and they say that the older you get, the more you look like your ancestors and your lineage. I don't know. My mom's adopted. So it's kind of up in the air with what (laughs) I got going on, but it'll be cool to just see what I look like as I get older. Exactly. And also like, again, just see how, you're different. Your life changes. Your perspectives change. I think, again, like intention is everything and aging with intention is definitely a thing. Age to be the best person you can. Yeah. And um, honestly, it's okay if you think you're hot. When the older you, you sh- look, yeah. you should think you're hot. And oh, I wanted to, let's end this with what my husband always tells me. Yes. Um. So I, like I said, I can see where my wrinkles will be because like the whole premature part, it's, it's, yeah, it's premature. It's right there. Um, and so I was telling him, I was like, oh my God, like it was, I was like probably like a few months ago and we were driving, it was when we were driving, um, to our new home okay. and I was like, oh my God, I like looked in the fucking rear view mirror and I was like, oh my God, I have crow's feet. And he was like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, it's like smile lines on your eyes, like right here. And he was like, from smiling, do you have lines because you smile a lot? Like that makes me more attracted to you. Like I want to be around somebody who's happy and smiling all the time. Like that's so dope that you've smiled so much that it like shows in your face. I was like, oh. Well, okay, fuck. Let's get wrinkly together. <laughs> Damn, and Isaiah wins husband of the year, 2022. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that she has a husband. <laughs> I know, I was going to say, don't tell Cole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys, we love you. No matter how old, no matter how young, no matter what right. religion, nothing no matter matters, what. you guys. And you should love yourself, too. You are literally a bad bitch energetically. Yep. And that can't change. Yeah. Period. Stay high. Bye.